Hey, and welcome to this episode of Midwifery for the People. It's me, Margot Blackstone, and today I have something pretty different for you all. I also wear another hat as a money coach or a financial wellness coach, and I got into doing that work as a direct result of being in the midwifery world where there are really big money wounds and self-worth wounds and just the way that the history of midwifery has played out in the last century has led to a place where midwives are undervalued, they're undercharging, they do not have a whole lot of financial literacy. I know a lot of midwives who approach retirement without any money set aside for themselves. All kinds of stuff. They don't know how much to charge. They don't know what makes sense over time with inflation. Blah, 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 blah. It's a gigantic mess. And so this is something that I got really interested in, in understanding and in helping birth workers, midwives and doulas work through. And I now do this work with other people too outside of the birth work world. And so we are offering for the first time a, a program called Midwifery Magic over at Indie Birth. And as part of promoting that and getting the word out about it and explaining what that program really entails, I am going to be sharing momentarily with you one of there's 30 lessons, one of 30 lessons from my new money course called Mindful Money Magic. And that course is going to be available really soon, later this month. And you can find out all about that over at margoblackstone.com. And the reason I'm sharing this here on this podcast is because it's one of the places where those two worlds that I'm in intersect. And so this lesson that I'm going to share with you is called Healing Your Relationship with Money Even If You Think It's Evil. I want people to know about this work that I'm bringing to the table in Midwifery Magic, which is a 12-week program that is also self-paced. So there's, there is a 12-week container where you will be in a cohort with other midwives. There will be some live calls. But you will also have access to the content well beyond the 12 weeks. And we are going to be doing all kinds of things, not just related to money, but that's a big piece of what I'm bringing to the table. There's also going to be all kinds of really fantastic exercises and content we've created for you around reinfusing midwifery with spirituality and the sacred and how to show up to midwifery in a way that really fulfills your soul and feels the way you want it to feel instead of towing the line and showing up to do midwifery in the way that it has been stripped down and whitewashed and overly medicalized over the past you know 50 years that is our goal with midwifery magic is to help you reconnect with the sacred piece of midwifery and inspire you in those ways and also reorient you towards abundance in this work and give you some really practical stuff. So we, we definitely will talk about mindset, but I also ask you to get into the nitty gritty with your numbers and pricing and marketing and all sorts of other 
more traditionally masculine things, but I think we approach it in a really fun way. So without further ado, this is a lesson from my new money course, but it definitely overlaps with the content that I offer up in our Midwifery Magic program, which is starting on November 1st, 2023. So if you want to sign up, you should definitely go do that over at indiebirth.org slash midwifery magic. We are going to talk about healing your relationship with money, even, maybe even especially if you think it is evil. So today we are diving into some more money mindset material and we're going to start with something that comes up a lot in my work as a money coach. How to be a good person and maybe even be anti-capitalist but also prioritize our financial wellness. So it can really be quite a dance how we navigate our personal finances while staying true to our values and our beliefs. So let's jump right into all of that. Many of us might feel conflicted about participating in a system that prioritizes profit over people and over the planet. I personally call these anti-capitalist views. You can call them whatever you want, and you don't have to agree with me. That's totally fine. This isn't a course about economic systems and what the best way forward is, but most of the clients that come to me are at least skeptical of the ultra-rich and might be totally opposed to the way that our current economic system, which is capitalism, is impacting the earth and our culture and our lives. So this often leads to feeling allergic to money, since money is, in their minds, equated with evil, and if not evil, at least something not ideal. So it's really important to look at how our values intersect with this money stuff so we can start to untangle it, which we are doing today. Another common not-so-helpful mindset that I see pop up is called the vow of poverty mindset. This often looks like trying to live on as little money as humanly possible because it is seen as a superior lifestyle choice or even a political statement. And these often go hand in hand, both these pieces that I've brought up today. Uh, sometimes this vow of poverty is even a way to rebel against parents who maybe had a lot of money. And while there are really beautiful reasons for choosing to live this way, really frugally, really minimal minimalistically, it often leads to deferring dreams, under-earning, not investing, not saving, and remaining financially illiterate, basically. And trust me, I totally get it. I was part of a DIY punk scene for a long time as a young adult. We regularly ate at the free food kitchen in the neighborhood, had a lot of stale sheet cake that had been donated from grocery stores in the area. You maybe even would have seen me dumpster diving for fun at one point in my early 20s. And I don't regret it, but I can also see now that my thinking was really limited in terms of what I might be able to build for myself and for my kids down the road. And a lot of that was because I didn't have 
this information. I didn't have a roadmap and I really didn't want to get a nine to five job and live that lifestyle. And I wasn't sure what alternatives there were or how that might look. And so I just decided money wasn't a thing that I was going to concern myself with, which is funny because here I am teaching about money. Aha. Okay. So all that being said, I really want to share this quote with you from a book called Money Magic, which I highly recommend if you've been nodding along so far. And the quote is this, your resistance energy is sacred and deeply needed by the human collective. Please don't waste it on your finances. The point here is that you being poor, stressed out about money, unable to get your needs met because of a lack of financial wellness is not doing anyone any favors. That's a big statement, so let that sink in for a moment. Wasting your time scrambling and trying to figure out how to cover bills, trying to get overdraft charges reversed, all of that, it's a total waste of your energy that could be being used in other more amazing ways. Let's see. Even if you're doing all right financially, but you are totally confused or have an overly complicated system or just feel less than capable and empowered, same thing. It benefits no one except the people who are making money off of your lack of financial literacy. And there are a lot of people who are making money off of your lack of financial literacy, especially credit card companies. But that's for another day. It is not going to make you more effective or better at contributing your unique gifts to the world by being financially unwell. Being financially well is not going to make you a heartless person, and it's not going to negate all of your lovely politics and ideals, whatever they may be. That being said, being super rich and obsessed with money is not going to be good for anyone either. We're going to get into the different money archetypes more another time. But basically, our mission, according to me at least, is to understand these money scripts that we are running subconsciously, our history with money, how we interacted with it growing up, what the role models around us were doing with money, the tendencies that we have when it comes to money, and to try and bring some balance to it to find the sweet spot for what we really want and need to most easily manifest those things. There are plenty of other ways we can still incorporate our ideals, maybe they're anti-capitalist ideals, while taking care of ourselves and our families financially. One way is educating ourselves about alternative economic systems. This involves exploring concepts like cooperative economics, gift economies, local currencies. And by understanding these alternatives, we can start to envision a different way of engaging with money and wealth, and we can maybe play around and practice with those a little bit. I won't say too much more, but I have explored and played with those ideas in, my, in wearing my other hat as a midwife. I highly recommend the book Sacred Economics by Charles Eisenstein as a starting point for this, if you're curious. Another important aspect is considering the impact of our investments. And you might be like, I don't have any, but that's okay. Uh, it's essential to examine where our money is being invested when you do start investing and whether it aligns with our values. This is not an investment course, but we will touch on it again later for sure. 
uh, exploring ethical investment options like socially responsible funds or impact investing allows us to use our growing financial resources to support causes that we care about. And just like a quick sidebar, when we start having more surplus money, really amazing and beautiful opportunities open up in terms of investing as an angel investor, even in somebody's project that you really believe in. That's another piece of this puzzle and something to look forward to. Another strategy for aligning our money practices with anti-capitalist values is to focus on conscious consumption. And this actually goes for everyone, regardless of your economic beliefs. This means being intentional about where we spend our money and supporting businesses and organizations that align with our values. And this is a major plug for budgeting, which we're going to talk a lot about down the road. When we are aware of where we are spending our money, we can be more conscious about how we continue to spend. Knowing that we are being mindful about our spending is really empowering and radical. The system is set up so that most people do not have quality financial education, and that was not by accident. Reclaiming our power around money is really revolutionary, and I want you to start thinking about it that way. When we are well, including financially well, we can do more good in the world. This course and all the work you are doing around money, I want you to think about it as compassionate, loving self-care that is also healing work that benefits the people and the community around you. And before we wrap up today's lesson, I really want to encourage you to reflect on what, if anything, in this rang a bell for you, either personally or perhaps in relation to someone else in your life. Just do some reflection. Try not to leap right into whatever activity is next without giving it some consideration. And your mini homework assignment from today is to do some work to destigmatize money conversations. So I want you to talk to one person in your life about money that you regularly would not talk to about money. You can use this course if you need to to bring it up without it seeming weird. And my suggestion would be to tell them a little bit about what this material has brought up for you or maybe just share your motivation for taking the course and that you are taking it and see what happens. I think it is a fun assignment. Definitely tell me how it goes. See you in the next lesson. Okay, so there it is, a sample from my new money course, Mindful Money Magic. And again, I was sharing this with you all here on this podcast because it's a really good reflection of some of the kinds of topics we are going to get into over in Midwifery Magic, the program that's starting on November 1st, where we are going to talk about making midwifery more magical and how to infuse it with the sacred and also find abundance in the process for ourselves. So, if that all sounds like something that is up your alley and something you need, head over to indiebirth.org slash midwifery magic to learn more about that program. I hope to see you in there.